0: Become a licensed falconer there are a lot of uh, procedures that you have to take. Uh, For one they're federally protected animals so the red tape that you have to go through can sometimes uh, be a deterrent in itself. For example you have to have a a master falconer uh, to take you in as an apprentice uh, to sign off on your application before you can even begin to even think about doing this. Secondly you have to build your housing facilities for the raptors outdoors and indoors and you have to have all of the equipment that is necessary for falconry. the Hoods, bells, jesses, uh, digital scales, everything that you need. And then at that point, you can have uh, somebody from your uh, local uh, Department of Natural Resources comes out to your place, inspects all of your equipment and your housing facilities, and upon passing at that point, then you are allowed to take an examination, both a federal and a state examination. Once you pass the state and federal examination, at that point you get your apprentice uh, uh, permit and you're able to go out and trap at that point. So it's a a long process. I don't mean to deter anybody, but uh, keep in mind there are a lot of regulations that you must follow in order to enjoy the sport. Well, it's the first day of trapping season. We're not going after coyotes or fox or coon. Licensed falconer, we're gonna go out and trap us a hawk. Rabbit season coming up soon, we're gonna go out and uh, kill some rabbits with the use of a red-tailed hawk. We got us a little chicken here for bait. But don't worry, we're not gonna kill the chicken, okay? The idea with the cage is to keep the hawk's not gonna be able to get actually get to him, but when he gets down there, he's gonna get hung up on the nooses, okay? It's called a Bao Shao Tree. We'll take the hawk home and see if he he works for us. Then, uh, if he turns out to be a good bird, we'll begin training him. And uh, maybe he'll turn out to be a good hunter. And We'll get some rabbits this season, okay? So, uh, I hope you like the show. Stick around. Matt, how would you feel if you were that little rooster in there? I think I'd rather be at KFC. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got a beautiful female spotted up here. Uh, we got our trap set out in place, and we're going to see if we can't get it to come down and uh, catch it. Well, that one didn't work out. We had uh, a couple of traps out. We thought we had a mature, uh, immature bird, but we ended up having a mature bird. We're not allowed to trap mature birds, so we're going to try it again somewhere else. down again. Let's see if we get her this time. It's like the third or fourth time she's been on that trap. Will she really? Oh, you know, that's it. She's digging into it. I think we're going to get her this time. She is on the trap. I just need her to get hooked up on it. She's hungry. Get the good thing those quail are inside that cage. <laughs> we got her. I think she's timed out now. I'll find out the second she tries to fly off. Look, then, we got her. We got her. Let's go get her. That's beautiful. No, this is a little man. I'm pretty sure this is cute. gonna hurt you okay I just gotta take some precautions here so you don't hurt me all right we got another got another hood made just for you okay let's go and put it on it's all right nobody gonna hurt you oh boy this hood's a little well it's perfect fits perfect actually this is kind of a dangerous part of the operation get that hood securely fastened okay then we gotta tape his talons shut so that he does not Hurt nobody. Alright. There we go. Now you're safe to work with. Okay. Let's come on up here. Everybody get a nice look at our newest HTS Pro team member. If he makes the cut, if he turns out to be a real good hunter, we'll keep him. If not, we'll release him back into the wild and we'll get us a different one. But this one looks pretty nice. He's got a big foot for a male. He's probably only gonna weigh about 40 ounces, I imagine. Probably fly at about 35, but we'll see. He's seen a, he seems to be hungry. He's kind of thin right now, so, but he seems to be handling me pretty good. He's not, not panicking or nothing, which is usually a good sign. Once they figure out that we're not predators and we're not gonna eat them, then they usually settle down. So we'll go to work with him. Let's give him, uh, put him to the test here and train him for about four or five weeks and we'll see how he does. How you doing? You ready to get something, huh? Me too. Come on, get him up, Rich. Nope, she missed him. She's down again. That was a good try. Sorry we missed him. Let's try him again, okay? Try him again. Get him up, Bridge. Get him up! There it where is, there it where is. There it is, there it is. Get it close, right. Look at look at it. She's going after it some more. Right there, running. Follow him there, follow him there, follow him there, follow him there. Alright, well she finally got us a nice rabbit here. There she goes. Okay now if I can get you to go ahead and uh throw that uh, see if I can get it in the bag without her seeing what's going on here. We'll, uh, we'll go ahead and let her feast up on that. She did a great job today. This is uh, Chase, known as Maverick. Such phenomenal flights there today. Very proud of her, so we're gonna let her have her reward now. Everybody, thanks for joining us. Outdoors with Archer Ed. Okay, folks, today we're out after the ringneck pheasant with one of the uh, oldest methods known to man, the hawk and dog combination. Um, hawks and dogs have been used in classic falconry, uh, dates all the way back to the dates of the of the Vikings. Uh, so we're going to attempt to uh, modernize the sport a little bit and introduce you to the 2000 millennium high tech sport of falconry. We got Maverick here hooked up with the Maverick Cam, which is a uh, wireless camera there, with a little battery pack that sits in between his shoulders there. And uh, we're gonna see if we can't bring you along and become the flight of the raptor when we flush these birds. We're out on a training exercise today for ring neck pheasants uh, to train uh, Maverick here. And what I mean by training session, these are put and take birds. These are not wild birds. Uh, We've come out here, we put them out in the field yesterday. We're gonna go get the dog here in just a few minutes and allow him, the dog, to uh, uh, follow the scent and hopefully flush one of these birds for uh, Maverick here. And then we're going to turn Maverick loose and see if he can't get one out of the air for us. And if he can do that, then there's no reason why I wouldn't think he can take a mallard. So that's the whole purpose. We're going to see if he can take pheasants so that later on in the season we can try to take some mallards. There he is. come on, get him up, she's getting birdie. Now hold on, get back! Oh, she got it! That is a very good sign. Uh, Maverick here has never taken a bird out of the air before. Um, he did a really good job. I'm gonna make sure that the pheasant is, is uh, completely taken care of here. We don't want him to suffer. Because in the wild, these birds will take, uh, you know, eat these animals alive. So at least the falconers do the uh, honors of assisting there a little bit so they don't have to suffer. Well folks, here we have the first pheasant of the day, a full grown male. We're going to put him in the pouch, and see if we can get another one. Okay, got that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, welcome back. Uh, it's the second time we've been out uh, training Maverick here to fowl. Uh, we put him on a couple of pheasants earlier, and uh, now we're going to pursue what's known as the chucker. It's in the pheasant family, and it is related to the pheasants. Uh, it's a little bit faster moving bird than the pheasant, but uh, these are not wild birds. This is, uh, these are pen raised birds. It's a put and take to train Maverick to take foul because later on in the season, we're going to attempt to take him on mallards, on, on uh, wild ducks. So uh, this will be a good opportunity for us to test him out and see if he's going to be able to do that. Get him up! That's a good girl, It's a good girl. Get him up, get him up, get him up, get him up. fast moving birds. I don't know that Chase is gonna be able to take them or not, but we're gonna try again. Go and try to get her off of it. There was a bird sitting in the brush, and she spotted it. And she went down on him. She missed the other ones that were in flight. They're so fast, and she caught one on the ground. Come on. Come on. Good girl. All right. We'll take him any way we can get him, I guess. Put him in the bag. Come on up there. And we'll try another one. Get him out, bitch! Get him out, get him out, bitch! All right, I'm gonna go ahead and see if he'll let me have it, and I'm gonna trade him. Try to trade him a reward for a reward here, because that's my chucker. I want to have him for dinner tonight. Come on up here. You can have all this if you let me have that. Okay, come on, come on. That's a good boy. That's the way it's done, folks, right there. Foul with a bird of prey. It doesn't get any better than that. Normally, And that's, look at that, that's a full full grown chucker too. That was a phenomenal flight. I'm going to put him in the bag and I'm going to have him tonight for dinner. Okay, uh, from field to the table, compliments of Maverick, we're going to have barbecued or grilled, actually not barbecued, but grilled chucker breast and pheasant breast, as well as the back legs. That's the only two uh, parts that I really like on the bird. Uh, I've coated them with a little bit of olive oil and then I'm just going to sprinkle it down with a uh, McCormick rotisserie chicken seasoning just to season to taste. The olive oil will keep it from drying out. Anytime I uh, uh, grill wild game it's very important to use a little bit of a coating of uh, olive oil uh, just to keep it from drying out because wild game is not as, uh, it tends to be a little bit drier than most other meats. So with that little glazing there, that'll protect it, and keep it nice and uh, uh, keep all the juices on the inside. Okay, so let's go put it on the grill. Another thing about cooking wild game is that it does not take very long to cook, okay? And, uh, especially venison, a lot of people overcook venison, they wonder why it's tough. It's just pretty much, you just toast it on one side and then flip it over on the other. And uh, just as long as the juices are, are clear, then, it, then, it's, uh, then it's cooked. You don't want to overcook game. Oh, look at that. An incredible spread. I'd like to make a toast to Maverick, who has brought us uh, success in the field. And that success, we are now uh, reaping the reward here at the table. So Thanks again there little buddy. Until next time, alright? Cheers. Have a good meal. We'll see you next week. Well, that's all for this week. I'd like to take the time to thank all of our sponsors for making all this possible, as well as uh, thank God for giving us the United States of America in which to live, where we can enjoy the freedom of the outdoor sports. I'd also like to thank the men and women of the United States military who are out there defending those freedoms. I'm Artur Ed, and until next week, God bless you all.